snap, the put down, the swing of the leg. It is on its way. It is good! Cincinnati wins the American Championship! Here comes Bosa. Here comes the quarterback, Burrow. Looking for a block, and he got it up in the front by Hopkins into the end zone. Touchdown! What a skip! As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run. And so that'll make it a 4 0 ballgame. Welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> didn't know where it was going to end. I was turning it down. You didn't hear it going down? No. Uh, no. I did, but that was the perfect welcome back after you added that, <laughs> that quote into the end of that. <laughs> it was like, Aaron's like, I don't know how much longer I'm going to be on this show. <laughs> Last time I wear this headset, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> oh man, that was that was good. I'm happy with that. That was nice. I, like that, Ed. I mean, you can. There's some more like quotes and stuff that you can add in, but we talked about that already. Cause it, some shit it was, talking motherfuckers. Whoa! Whoa! Oh, just coming right out of the gate. Joey's allowed to say it, but I'm not. He is. There's a. <laughs> That's fantastic. Delayed. So welcome back to Pardon the Punctuation. I'm your host, Aaron. We got Ed Brendel here <laughs> on the camera. <laughs> and then, as always, He's we have... He's Ed Brendel. <laughs> <laughs> and as always, we have Jeff Howell rounding us at third. So, gentlemen, it's uh, we didn't record last week. No, no, no. So we've had a, Why didn't we, had a, we record last week, Aaron? We had a week off because duty calls. Hmm. <laughs> and you had to go to a game on Wednesday, and I think that got rained out it anyway. Got it did. Like, yeah, it was not good last week. There's a lot of things going on rain, for a lot of people. Rain, go away. Hard so, the Reds just completed a four-game sweep on Sunday. Taking down the St. Louis Cardinals, I believe that they said it was the first time that. Uh, I think Joey said it was the first time that that had happened. Uh, uh, any four game away series. Since it, it, not only was it, I mean, it was the first series win of a, a four game series in St. Louis since 1990, and that four game series victory was also a sweep. So then this sweep is the first one. Thirty. 31 years. But was that the last time we had a four-game away sweep? No, I think he said it was 1997. No, 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 just, just in St. Okay. Louis. Just, just St. Louis? Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. There's lots, lots of things, lots of stats flying around anymore. Yeah, it was numbers. Just, it, was, it was just all related to, to St. Louis, which was okay. immediately after the Reds put up the Castellanos Woodford flex. I'm still mad about that. Outside, they put it up outside the stadium, and then I guess today, for reasons unknown, they covered up 
Woodford. Yeah. We were in okay, couldn't even tell. Suspension. Couldn't even tell. It was like his leg and his shoulder. As he was crying. Oh, he was. Yeah, I don't think he was crying. He was just flat out scared. <laughs> but I think he peed his pants, you know. and he stayed in his PP pants the whole game. So you did have the they they took uh, they took down or took off that part of the the poster and and now it's been replaced with uh, go vote or yeah vote reds vote reds as uh you, you also had buster only out here asking on a poll yeah. question this morning saying uh who's your who's your uh, nl mvp is it acuna is it degrom or chris bryant or chris bryant meanwhile or or other. Or, or other. Meanwhile, oh. here in Cincinnati, you have two guys better than two guys there. I mean, I'd be totally okay if they left a Grom on there. But yeah. how are you? How are, how are you including both Acuna and Chris Bryant when Castellanos and Jesse Winker are statistically better than both of them? Uh, you know, big market, big names, popularity contest. Just like the all, just like the All Star Game. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, only they, one of like, them makes it. Well, if like Barnhart doesn't make it when he is absolutely playing like an all-star catcher right now. You mean it shouldn't be Buster Posey? Hey, look, Ed. Chad's in the chat, and he wants to be entertained. <laughs> Chad, how do you feel about Ed stealing your look? Ed Brendel. <laughs> That's Ed Brendel. Hey, I, I saw you pulling out the Jordan brand last night, and I thought I'd bring out the Jordan brand. Just so we could start some rumors or something. I don't know. And we, of course, will get to the Bearcats. But we're st I'm still ranting about – I mean, do you think that there's a chance of, like, they cannibalize each other because they are on the same team, both play in the outfield, and people aren't voting for two Reds? I mean, I think it's entirely a possibility. I don't think – I mean, in, like they got the players' vote that comes in too at some point. So, hopefully, the players would. You know, I mean, that's assuming that one of them doesn't like fall off. You know, go on a over you know slump over the next like three weeks, or get injured. Four weeks, God, yeah. God forbid. Well, how I mean, do you the leave the season, Winker? The way the season's going, that could very well happen. How do you leave Winker off? Hasn't he had like two, three home run games this year? Yeah. Uh-huh. Within the last, like, two weeks. Is he not weeks? paying uh, well, attention to baseball at all? I mean, you also have people who are like, well, Fernando Tatis is, is the MVP, mm -hmm. even, uh, though he missed, India. even though he go. missed a bunch of games and also is tied for the home run lead. So, I don't know. I mean, there's at least conversation there as opposed to Acuna and Bryant who – Again, statistically, aren't as good as your two Cincinnati Reds here, but correct. That's very true. Uh, the the only thing the only thing that like Bryant gets is the the silly notion that you can't be an MVP unless you're on a good team. And technically, the the Cubs are playing well right and now. And I so. I remember seeing a comment in uh, in Buster Only's comments on Twitter where people were like. Well, why would anyone vote for the 28 and 29 Reds? Like, there's no one on that team. They're not even 500. Meanwhile, as you look at the people he did mention, Ronald Acuna's Atlanta Braves had the exact same record. 
right? And then, of but course, you have the a, people. He, he's a, you know, more well-known. Right. But then you, know, you also had the. Your the, name, whatever you want to say. <laughs> silliness. You, know, you also had the people who were saying, well, why would you put a guy in who only plays every five days? So he's, at this point in the season, only played, what, like 10 games, 12 games? I mean, they've. He's. He, he is, in fact, having. As far as pitchers go. But see, to me, to me, a pitcher. I mean, they, they've got the Cy Young, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I, and I don't know, and somebody could probably correct me better. I don't, Clay might have known if he was around, but uh, I, has a, a pitcher ever had the won the Cy Young and the MVP, or let alone won the MVP at all? Because I would assume if you win the MVP that you would also win the Cy Young. I would assume that everything would be... Yeah, I mean, I would think you would absolutely have had a pitcher but, at some but point. But to me, the... a most valuable player would have to be somebody that plays more than, you know, once every every five days. I don't disagree with that. It just comes down this to us being disrespected process. again. It does. I mean, they don't... Overlooked. I think it just... I mean, and that goes... That goes top down on all Cincinnati sports for everything except for, like, FC Cincinnati, which, for whatever reason, gets all kinds of national press and whatnot and i think that that will soon wane off and you know obviously we don't really talk about them ever but well it meanwhile just, sorry. It, it is pretty silly that that's like the the one team that i ever see anything about you know positive where they're like oh yeah they're doing great things there they're, they're really building up a, a team you know they're gonna go through some growing pains but look what they've done they built this stadium with you know crazy leds on the outside Meanwhile, uh, at least we're not Pittsburgh. Uh, did you guys see what happened earlier in the Pittsburgh game? To Brian no. Hayes? Yeah. It's a, hits a home run and misses first base, so they challenge him. Oh, him no. Out. Yeah. Just completely that, misses that, it. That is, that is the Pirates to a T. If, yeah, if that's not the Pirates way, I don't know what is. Pat McAfee's the out Pirates, here. The, the team. Pirates way. <laughs> like the Cardinals way that everyone talks about, which is positive. Or like the Patriots way, yeah, it's exactly yeah. like that. That's the Pirates way. Oh man, it's just that—that that is a bad baseball team. And like, I almost like sometimes wonder, like, would I rather just have like, if they're not gonna like put in and be good, like, would I rather have a team that I just know is gonna be bad right from the rip, so that I don't put any hope or dreams into it at the beginning of the season? That's what I did with the Bengals last year. Like, I knew. That somehow with that line, Burrow was going to get injured, and when he got his knee taken out, I said, "Well, that's I didn't I felt bad for Burrow, but I knew it was coming, so it wasn't like a an emotional heartbreak for me." So to answer your, answer your question earlier, Jeff, Clayton Kershaw, Justin Verlander, Roger Clemens, Sandy Koufax, uh, Raleigh Fingers, Dennis Eckersley. All doubled all, up. All our pitchers that won MVPs. Did they win the Cy Young the same year? I mean, I don't know how you'd win one and not the other. I know, but I just, it's... I didn't Google that much. I just Googled pitcher MVPs. So proud yeah. of you. So. Hmm. You know, I, was really hoping that while, I was really hoping that while we were talking, Ed would do that and be able to be like stat guy hopping in and be like, bam, 
Well, first of all, I didn't take my ADHD medicine today, so I completely forgot what you said about 10 seconds after you said it. But I Sounds did right. get on the Twitter and tell Clay, I said, where are you? Because we have questions for you. So at least I, I did that. And then I saw Evan hop in. <laughs> and, but you know who wouldn't have took the calm down. You know who wouldn't have took the time to Google that question, Aaron? Who's that? Oh, we're we're going back there. We're not going to that. Not right. this early. It's far too early. So I mean, the the Reds definitely made it interesting, though, in this four-game sweep of the Cardinals. I'm, I'm definitely not done talking about that yet. No, absolutely not. And every game came down to the ninth inning, even a game that the Reds were up 7 nothing in the sixth. And why did it come down to so, the end of the game? Aaron? So I see, I see a lot of people, and this is a question I think we can debate on, a lot of people have been blaming, and I think it's understandably so, blaming David Bell for the bullpen woes. And then you have the David Bell apologists who come in on the other side and say, it's not his fault. He didn't put the bullpen together. It's it's to me, not, not, you don't have to be like a quote unquote, David Bell supporter to realize that the situation he's put in can't, I mean, you couldn't go get go pick whoever your favorite all-time manager is, and they can't manage this bullpen any better than what David Bell's done. His hands are tied. He he's got an ownership and a front office that decided that they were going to gut the bullpen under, you know, saying that they were going to go use that money to go get a shortstop, which they then didn't do. So we have Kyle Farmer at shortstop, and while I like Kyle Farmer, we probably could have done better filling in at shortstop or at least kept the bullpen. You've yeah. now got a situation where you, we all know who David Bell is. He's going to make, you know, once, once he sees the, a pitcher getting either up, up in pitches or he has an arbitrary number that that pitcher needs to go that day, they're coming out and he's going right to his pen. And at this point you've got one and a half relievers in the bullpen that you can count on. You got TJ Antone and Lucas Sims. Sims. Mm -hmm. And Lucas Sims, I only give him half because I don't know if he always knows where his fastball is going. Well, AG but, didn't look bad tonight. Right, but... But he's inconsistent, I mean, yeah. I mean, he's mega inconsistent. Yeah. Just like the rest of them. I mean, any 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 major league pitcher, for the most part, can come out of the bullpen and throw... You have like one outing that's good, but you need to have reliable guys out of the well, bullpen and, and the be guys able to hold a seven run lead. Like, why are you torching your entire bullpen? The guys that you got, lead? the guys that you got rid of in Iglesias and Archie Bradley, <clears throat> you could have had at. I mean, they were already on the books. Well, Archie wasn't, but Iglesias was already on the books. It was already money that you spent essentially. Um, although he came off the books when you, when you traded him, but. How much have you DFA'd already? Well, and then and I saw players and players that you're just not getting back. So we would have been better had you kept. And we all know that Iglesias had his own up and downs. Yeah. Uh, you know, he he wasn't always the most consistent closer, but it still would have been better than closer by committee when you don't have anyone who's good enough to actually close. Yeah, 
I, I don't know. I mean, you've got your your self proclaimed you know closer in Amir Garrett, who we've seen what that's been this year. It hasn't exactly been you know lights out. Um, no, I still want to know the least. Um, you know, and, and I and I, I'll you know full transparency here. I, I don't know that you know Iglesias and, and Archie Bradley are having bang up seasons with what the Angels and the and the Phillies. Um, I haven't looked, so I don't, I mean, I, I know at the beginning of the year there, I saw a bunch of tweets about people saying like, that's what happens when you put a Glacius in a game. That's not a safe situation. Cause I guess he gave up a few, a uh, few bombs early in the season. I don't know if he's, you know, corrected that, which he usually did. I mean, he usually came back around with, with some solid outings, but it, it still comes down to the fact that you've got a, you had a front office that had a chance. I mean, you, you still got an offense that we all knew was going to come together and click. Like they, they, they couldn't all be as bad as they were last year, this year, it wasn't going to happen. Everybody's going to play to the back of their baseball card at some point, right? You're not going to have everybody playing that far off their baseball card. And last year was a strange year, whatever an asterisk you can put on it, however you want to do it. But you had a front office that decided like, eh, we're just going to go ahead it's, and uh, what you It's saying? funny that you say that because I'm, I'm looking up Bryce Iglesias' stats here. This season, he's 3-2 and two over his career. He's 21-34. and 34. Uh, His ERA is 3.91 this year over his career. It's 3.19. Um, in 22 appearances, he's got 10 saves, 23 innings pitched, and... Uh, 34 strikeouts. We always knew he was he was always a pretty good high strikeout guy. Hmm. And he's got a 1.0 whip whereas he had a has a 1.12 whip for his career. Almost exactly his baseball card. So everybody's going to go back to that and it's like you when you say that and then you've got a front office whatever you want to say ownership front office it was it it certainly wasn't David Bell making these decisions. And no. you go out and they they pull out their, you know, help wanted flag and the people that they go get are all guys that got DFA'd or released by like every team in the league over the last four years. Well, and you replace them with a Sal Romano. You replace them with a Carson Fulmer. You replace them with Keith Hembry, Sean Doolittle, Doolittle. Hendricks. Like, who's I don't the, even know his first name. Michael. Who's, 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 who's the guy Michael that... Michael Feliz that they went yeah. and got from the, the Pirates. The, the Pirates dfa him. The Pirates are actively trying to lose. So maybe you thought, oh, they're trying to lose. And his actually, his numbers that he had in a very limited scope were not too bad whenever he got DFA'd, which is why it was kind of strange. Um, but you just can't... I mean, you can't build a team like that. We all know it. I mean, you don't. You don't have to. People are like, "Oh well, why don't you go be a GM?" Well, I mean, pay me half or a quarter of what they make, and I'll give it a run. Um, but I can and certainly access- tell you that I'm not going to look at these guys and think, "Oh, this is my ticket to making a name for myself." I You're mean, making- Dick Williams left for a reason. Well, so you know, and it it came up on the broadcast tonight, even like the fact that Larkin and. Uh, Sadak can't even get away from the conversation themselves. Yeah. It is what are you going to do 
towards the end of this season, even if you do put together enough wins here in the next third of a season to where you're competing for a pennant, but at some point, this bullpen, even as bad as it's been, their arms are going to fall off. Yeah, we'll just choke. We'll just choke in the playoffs. Yeah, we'll just choke in the playoffs again, like we did, what, 2000, whatever that was. Both. Yeah. Um, or unless, unless he's twenty, unless he's holding his starters back so they can pitch longer towards the end of the season, which to me is silly. Like you gotta, I mean, you gotta win games. Like you can't, you can't put yourself 10, 15 games out of it. And I realize they aren't ten or fifteen games out of sure. it right now. By literally by the bats of Castellanos and Winker, are they not out of it that far? Though that wasn't well, good there. It, and you've, you've seen some flashes from India of late. You've seen Tucker. He's having a, a non-Tucker season as far as his offense goes. Uh, you've seen, you know, some other guys come around a little bit with their bats. But you wonder what this team looks like once, you know, a Moustakas comes back. Joey came back tonight. And Renzen's supposed to come back. He claims he can come back by, you know, before the All-Star break. And then what does this team look like? I mean, uh, so that's a bullpen arm when Lorenzen comes back. Sure. But you get 2020 Lorenzen, who sort of turned it around a little bit towards the end. Like, you, you get that guy. Who do you, what do you get out of him? I mean, he's, he was injured. And it, you know, he said, even he said, like, he wasn't, yeah, he didn't think he was as hurt as he was, you know? So, yeah. Really, what are you going to get out of him? And I like Lorenzen. Um, yeah, I mean, and I also don't want to like you know trash talk Lorenzen at all because I, I think he would, would flex his bicep and pop my head open. So sorry, like I, mean, an I was going to say he would yeah. he would squeeze you. And, yeah, but uh, I mean, he he also I, might I do it. In, I don't in the know name what this Jesus. team looks like. I, I don't know what this team looks like. I don't know where they're going because. I feel like they need, they need if they want to do anything, they obviously need to improve in the bullpen. Do they have bullpen help in the minor leagues? I would think no, because if they did, they would have called it up by now. If they had help at the alternate site, they would have called it up by now. Well, do and, they and I, have it? Do they have the? They're they're in this odd. Like I, I was talking to my brother-in-law about it. They're in an odd spot, wherein if. They choose to go get relievers. Who are they going to part ways with to go get those relievers for this team? Right? Are you selling the future? Are you, you know, the farm's already like, right? There's nothing not, in the farm. Not there isn't. There's, no, there's not a lot there. There isn't. So, so you're going to have to move some pieces you probably don't want to move, which is probably why it's not going to happen. And which Unless, is why you have to look at the DFA heap. Unless they're guys that are, unless these are relievers <laughs> on teams that aren't competing at this point, that are you know at but those at that, teams, those teams want prospects to build up their farm because they want to rebuild. If you got a guy who's in his thirties who is having an okay season by reliever standards, and an okay would be a huge improvement for this team. Let's be completely honest. But right. you you have a guy in his you know on the last year of a contract who's on maybe a one or two year deal and you're not sure what you got. You're not necessarily parting ways with a ton of 
prospect at that point. You're just eating the I mean, salary, essentially. The is, is you're, maybe you're, throwing you're, cash in a, in a yeah. player to be named later. Yeah, I mean, may, maybe you can find somebody to do that. But if I'm another team and I realize, hey, the Reds really need bullpen help to make any kind of run, that price just got a little bit higher. Or you're happy, as you get down to the trade deadline, to move a guy off your roster for anything at that point to not have to pay him that because could also, that could you have also nothing going on. You, you, somebody's coming in to scrape the cupboard. That could also, I mean, that could also be a thing. I it's mean, not like the Reds don't have money to do this, and I'm tired of hearing poor. We're broke. We have nothing. We it's, don't have any money. I hate you both so much. We spent all the money on bobbleheads. And, and then it, and it comes back to like the things that we've talked about with Clay in the past. And I know I beat this drum a lot, but it's like. <laughs> If you're not gonna, if you aren't going to spend money to have a competitive team, and you're just content to say that you own a major league team in any sport, sell the team, sell please. Sell like, there are those of us because, like, look, I really love going to Reds games. I loved doing it when I was growing up. I'm going tomorrow. I like, I like taking my kids. Impacted the illegal substance crackdown in Cincinnati. Okay, Chad. So. Chad just brought up the uh, the whole illegal substance thing, and I guess the the MLB is saying they're going to suspend people for ten games if they uh, they find them with foreign substances. And there's already been, um, I mean, it's been reported by numerous Twitter accounts across there because all of these stats are tracked and all the spin rates and things. And there's already been a decrease in spin rate. Um, across some folks who had some pretty high spin rates. Yep. Uh, so it will be interesting to see like how that levels out, like where that, and uh, I don't even remember who was talking about it, but there were, they, you know, there's going to be some guys probably that were using it that elevated themselves pretty high. But if it, if it is totally taken out of the game and is wiped out, like you're still going to have pitchers come back kind of to the, the mean, right? You're still going to have your guys that are elite, even though they're not, you know, maybe averaging 14 strikeouts a game or per nine innings like Degrom is right now. Who's, who's um, the guy that got? I would be interested to see. I would be interested to see if like TJ Antone's nasty curveball gets a little less nasty here over the next month or so. Um, or if that's what was going on with Luis Castillo. I mean, Trevor Bauer, who, like, I mean, everybody knows, like, I like Trevor Bauer a lot. I think he's pretty smart, pretty intelligent guy. Uh, does everything probably with a purpose. Um, you know, he's always said that, like, there's no, there's no real way to increase your spin rate without using, like, something. Increase it, increase it to a noticeable Sweat factor. Or, right. right what, Whatever without, it is that you can use essentially yeah his has already uh, decreased so did you see what yeah. garrett cole said earlier no garrett cole he was interviewed and he basically was like you know uh because i guess he's had since they said they were cracking down he's had terrible outings and like back-to-back terrible outings and he paid like, him they paid him quite a big paycheck crazy money and he's just like, you know, if this is how the league wants to go, then we're going to have to have a conversation in league and make sure that everyone's pulling the same direction. Basically just saying, like, we're going to try and talk the league into making this an okay thing. 
Well, I mean, here's the thing is like, so I saw uh, the, you guys probably didn't watch it, but I, I watched the, the Padres Cubs game last night. Towards the end of the game, they brought in uh, Maples and he's got a pretty wicked slider, right? And he had less control over it than I guess usual per what the announcers were saying. And he hit like four batters and he was throwing the fastballs that were like missing horribly at, you know, when you get guys that are throwing in the high nineties, touching triple digits, With if they don't have, breaks, like if crazy. they don't have some way to grip a baseball enough to have spin on it, control of where it's going. Where where are you running the risk of somebody taking, you know, a hundred and two mile an hour fastball off the dome? Or in the well, ribs for that matter. I mean, you want to talk about hit batters going back to the Cardinals again. The Cardinals have hit more Reds batters than any team has hit another team. You gotta think that that's some carryover from the opening series of the season. I mean I mean they've hit they've hit a ton of they've hit a ton of batters though. I don't know how many I believe it was at eight before the series even started with the Reds, if I'm not mistaken, or it was at like something like five or seven games, whatever it was. And it was eight hit batters already. That that's insane to me that there's that many hit batters. I will. I will. I mean, it, it is a, it's going to be an interesting story to follow the rest of the year because you've got all, you've got these, you know, the, the, Twitter accounts that pop up that are just sharing videos of clips of pitchers on the mound going to their hat. And it's not just like, oh, I'm like wiping on the hat. It's like their fingers are lit. Like you can see the skin on their fingers, like stretch as they pull it away from whatever they're, whatever they're wiping on their, their fingers. And it's like, it, it's very clear. It's, you know, high I definition know getting them. The, the the MLB was like collecting baseballs at the beginning of the year and I, I'm sure what they found was that you know there's a ridiculous amount of sticky substance on these baseballs and they're like we got to do something about it but well I you're mean gonna immediately you're gonna immediately suspend these guys you know 10 games right off the jump and it's also a tale as old as time. Let's be completely honest. And that was another point that Garrett Cole brought up when he was talking about it is we got this from the generation before us and they got it from the generation before them. We're not doing anything any different from the generations before us. I mean, you think back even uh, when Archie Brad, not Archie Bradley, I'm sorry, um, Archer, uh, Chris Archer, when he was wearing the yellow Pirates jersey against the Reds, I don't remember if it was last season or the season before when Puig was still here. I believe it was when Puig was still here. When he had but, it inside, it was inside. Right, it was inside, and you could you could see it. Like unless yeah. you doo-dooed on, you used your jersey to wipe in between innings. Like yeah. there is clearly pine tar on your jersey, and it's not even all the way tucked in to where no one can tell what you have on your jersey, dude. I mean, I. Here's like I I don't care like I don't have an issue with it. Um, I mean, there's if it so if many it helps them control the ball better to where they're not hitting batters, I'm for it. Truthfully, yeah. And and here's the thing: like the MLB can come out and be like, look, you know, if we're gonna allow, you know, whatever sticky substance, or if the MLB wants to doctor the balls before the game we, with with whatever they're gonna, you know. 
We all know there's seasons that the balls have been juiced and been deadened and all that stuff too. Right. Like that's a known thing. I mean, they they raise and lower like the height of the laces on these balls. Like, if the MLB wants to do that, then that's fine. Or they can come out and say, look, if you're going to use something because you say that it helps you control the ball and it's safer, if you hit a batter, you're automatically ejected. See ya. That's. I think that's an okay thing too. Now. It, I don't know if you make that uh, like a reviewable thing because like if a guy's up there like this and let's say you've got a Jacob deGrom and he sticks his elbow out blatantly and gets drilled. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, it's, that's a way to take, now you're taking out their best pitcher because you well, stuck your elbow out the. But I mean, you're, you're putting yourself at risk still, even if you have one of those well, elbow I mean, you, guards you, on. Uh, Okay, so you, you so you send Mark Payton up there and you say, "Look, dude, man, I hate that guy." Stick so your arm out. So TJ, take one, for the, take one for the team, bro. We can't hit this guy. According to Baseball Savant, TJ Antone's uh, spin rate has gone down since the third of June. Okay, so that uh, around the time that they announced. That yep. they were going to do a ten-game suspension. He went how, from how how significant? It not not that bad. Two seven uh, six three to two seven two one on the sinker. The curveball went from three zero five five to th- well, it actually went up three zero six nine. And then the slider. What about, what went, about his four? What about his is a four seam that he throws? They don't have that listed. They don't have it listed. No, the slider. Uh, went from two, two nine seven three to two eight nine zero. So I mean, hundred. I think well, a lot, I th- and I think a lot of like, and it just from my own thought process, I think a lot of, a lot of where obviously that helps. Yeah, okay, so you can throw a big yacker that's gonna you know cross the plate, but when you can throw a fastball that seemingly starts with the same with a same kind of movement, but then cuts back the other way or does the, these ridiculous cut fastballs that they're throwing, like that spin rate on on a fastball, I think is probably you know the more effective. Sure, uh, I know you talked about hit batters. Uh, the the Reds, according to uh, TeamRankings.com, uh, rank very first in hit batters. <laughs> very very first. first, very first place. <laughs> Uh, with 0. 0.72 batters hit by pitch per game. That's because we Almost, played the Cardinals and the Pirates a bunch of times a year. Well, yeah. The, the Pirates have gotten way better since uh, Homeboy's been out. And Indi- India seems to get Clint, hit quite Clint a bit. Hurdle. He's taken two off the dome this year that I know how, of. How many times does that, does that break down by, like, Maybe. players? Is there um, a player? I well, I wanted to go in a little deeper on this, though, but first. Um, Cincinnati's at .72. The next closest team is the Dodgers at .68. And the next closest team to them is also in our division with, at Milwaukee at .59. After that, like, there's only one, two, three, four, five teams at .5. Uh, no, that was including. Yeah, there's five teams at, at, above .5. Everyone else in the bigs is below .5. Less than, less than half a batter a game. Yeah, and there's two teams at a quarter of a batter per game in the Yankees in Colorado. 
The Reds have three times more batters being hit than some of these teams. That's crazy. And if you were, I mean, so I guess that's where you'd have to be kind of careful about if you're ejecting people or well, if, you can, if you can measure intent somehow, which is a very tricky thing to do. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think we all know when you see a guy who's up there at a 3-0 count and he takes one, you know, off the ribs in a game that may or may not really matter at that point, you figure they're throwing at him. But um, let's see if it if it does give me a... a I'm looking at the player by player. Naquin's yeah, been hit four times. Suarez has been hit three times. Uh, India's not been hit a, more. No, nah, um, I don't see. I don't see him listed on here. Naquin's the first one to be listed. He's at been hit four times at number twenty. I don't know how accurate this list is to be honest with you, because this it, list was this updated. Is, this is from, from Team Rankings. So the, the number one hit guy is uh, Mark Canha from the Oakland Athletics, who's been hit 12 times. Oh, my God. That's wild. I thought Jonathan India had been hit, like, That guy's going to be some icy hot. Somebody call and, Shaq. And the Athletics. Joey, Joey Atani's been hit three times. You, you can't be hitting that guy. The Athletics are at .54, <laughs> uh, so they are number five on, on hit hit batters. I didn't know this show was going to go here. This this is crazy. We came a big stat show all of a sudden. Well, I mean, <laughs> got to do something with you, it. You want you want something to back up your argument, though. Like, it's yeah. not, otherwise, it's just out here all nimbly bimbly. So, I mean, I got you. Obviously, this is going to be a big series with the Brewers. Um, yeah. Well, and then, if, I mean, they're they're in a hole right now. If say they lose today i mean the brewers are the hottest team in baseball you have the brewers six of the next nine games including the game tonight so if you're going to make a break for first place this is when you have to do it i mean if it means if it means maybe you know wondering what's going on with Sonny gray if if he does truly have some stuff going on with him get somebody else up here immediately. Like don't even waste the time. Like get a bullpen arm here for the next couple days. You only have, I mean, you still have four starters. So get a guy up here for the bullpen at the very least for the next couple days, because you just spent your whole bullpen on a game tonight when he went out early. Maybe. No, I mean, you're going to have to, and you're going to have to probably, you know, hopefully not, but you're, you may have to look at bringing a starter up to fill his next start. Well, but you can do that in five days is my point. Right, you're right. I as opposed you're saying, to as far as tomorrow. You know, yeah. Having a guy up here because I mean, if, tomorrow if they, someone has a bad outing again in the next two games. Well, I mean you got Gutierrez going tomorrow and then Castillo going the next day. So if Gutierrez can give you what he gave you the first two games, you're still looking at him only giving you five innings. So you and I don't, I don't think Antone pitched tonight, but um you know, I, I mean, don't, I don't think he's pitched yet. I mean, it's still only a two-run game. Yeah, but I don't know what they're doing. Cassiano's just struck out, so. Yep. Oh, thanks. You're only like ten three pitches, pitches ahead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh. I'm proud of our fans though for not doing anything stupid on the field yet. Chad, I, I don't. I know you said you're sad that your major league pitch doctoring joke flopped. 
That's, that's I mean, on me. I was looking at Baseball Savant, didn't see the comment come up. We were too busy being a stat show instead of a joke show for once. It was, a, we should stick to jokes. We were, we were all uncomfortable. <laughs> we should really stick I to wasn't, jokes. I wasn't. I was digging it. Ed was lost, but... No, I was on base... Did I not pull up stats on the spin rate for you guys? You did, Ed. I was very proud. Damn. Good, good work, Ed Brendel. All right. <laughs> so, here, make, make your make your call now. Are the Reds in it or out of it? I think they're going to the do trade, by the trade. Like, and when I say in it, I mean like. Are they buyers or sellers? Buyers, sellers, sellers. or do you think they'll they'll just stand pat and let things ride? I think what they're going to do is the same thing they've done. Like the, I feel like the last two years or so, where they sell off some pieces, and you're questioning what the hell is going on? Why are you selling that piece? We're not playing for for keeps here. We're we're not trying to win. And then all of a sudden, they'll bring in two more guys, and you'll be like, oh, here we go, and no one knows what the hell they're doing. <laughs> it's a mess. No, you're right. It'll be like that. Either that, or we just will. We'll just stand still. Like we'll just. We won't even. We won't do a darn thing. They'll be. They'll, they'll actually forget that the trade trade deadline happened. I don't know, Nick uh, Crawl. I mean, I, 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 I'm I think, sure Nick Crawl wants to make a name for himself. Yeah, I mean, probably pick a better. The, the problem. Is, the problem comes. The problem comes, and like I know, obviously, we don't have our minor league expert best minor league guy in business. here, but. Who like who do they truly have to move? You know? Did he just hit that like, or did he walk? Oh. Vado like, walked. Uh, without without selling your future? Yeah. I mean you, you have a Lodola, you have a Hunter Green who people would want you know. Okay, I mean so that's like twenty 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 three. Twenty twenty three, probably those guys, right? How has Hunter Green been doing that? And, and they got they got a very good. So they're gonna I mean Rumor has it Trevor Story may be available from from Colorado, uh, Colorado. But the thing is, is oh, like, and Colorado's here this week, or you, no? We you, we go there. I'm sorry. You need bullpen help before you need a, a shortstop. Sorry. Oh, he has four no, wins. They do. They do come here. I lied again twice. Um, didn't lie the first time, but no, Colorado does come here. Um, so we'll they'll be able to have conversations with them anyway. Yeah. But I don't want them giving up, you know. I don't. I don't want it to be at the cost of a Gutierrez or a Santion, who are, are prospects that are closest to being yeah. major league ready. We've seen, you know, two, you know, one so-so and one great outing out of uh, Gutierrez. So two, I'm, two good outings out of Gutierrez. Better than you know, but I think he's better than what we had even been well, advertised. He's better than he's better than Jeff Hoffman, although. Better. No doubt look, about that. If you look at Gutierrez's, like you know, when we talk about back of the baseball card, his his numbers before, like the end of the last year, into this year, were not good. They were well, not you, good. You also, but, what's happening on the field here? The catcher's riding around in pain. Uh, maybe he took one under the cup, um, but. We, you know, when we were talking to uh, to Clay, like a lot of people kind of forget that there was, you know, I mean, there's essentially a whole year where there was no minor league baseball played, and people said that you know he was rowing well at the the alternate site last year and was kind of improving. And 
in the Kyle Bodie system is not uh, necessarily a a like, hey, let me show you this, and next week you are, uh, you know, you've increased velocity and spin rate and all of this stuff. And that's the other thing is like, is how much is driveline like relying on like giving uh, these pitchers some tacky stuff? Stick to, your fingers to, to to help them out. I I don't know. I mean, I I want to believe that all of their stuff is you know this data driven video evidence. You know, your arm is coming in at a two degree angle too much. You need to drop it down a little bit, lift it up, whatever um, kind of thing. Regardless of what it is, it isn't an overnight fix. And so so hopefully we're seeing that coming up with some of these minor league guys that are going to start that that are in the system and are starting up it's not guys that you know and Derek Johnson's not a we talked about this he doesn't have you know he's not he can't take garbage and fix it back up and make it a major league pitcher he just can't do it he can't do it with everybody you talked about people playing to the back of their baseball cards and you did bring up a name in Jeff Hoffman who he is still part of this team but as we're looking for bullpen help, that's not the worst thing because he's shown as far as relief appearances that he can be good for at least one time through a lineup. I don't I don't have an issue putting him out in the bullpen. So then you help. may then you maybe have another long reliever as right now I believe that TJ Antone's probably the only guy that you have when you talk long relief as maybe a two or more inning guy. Yeah. So I'd be totally fine with him being in the bullpen. Let's see what you got there, because otherwise, we'll DFA you too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we we can DFA you and pick up somebody else that's been DFA'd. Ugh, it's hard being a Reds it's a, fan. It's hard being a Cincinnati sports fan at the professional level. It's difficult. Yeah. We thought it would be easier with FC, but it didn't. That's true. so. I don't know. Have we have we beat this this horse into the ground at this point? I mean, 46 I think we have. Yeah. I mean, we'll, it, they're they're in an important stretch, and you know, we'd like to see them. I'd be okay with them even getting four of of the, four of the next six here yeah. in this homestand. And if you can get if you can get five or six, but here's the thing: they just need keep winning series. Just yes. win series. You'll you'll get back. Like you don't want to be like way down low and start having to just win series because that's when you got to start doing crazy stuff like they did at the end of last year and win, you know, 10 games in a row. And, all and you don't expect them to go on some crazy outlandish, like 10, 12, 15 game streak. But if you can keep where it on the, on the, on the standings, that last column where it says last 10 and yeah. it keeps saying keep, above 500, you keep that in the positive, in the positive column, you're good yep. to go. Yep. Absolutely. What would you like to talk about next? Cincinnati Bengals. Briefly. I mean, there's there's not a whole lot to cover with the Bengals. If you wanted to cover it, um, I would say it's good that they got everybody signed. That's that's a good thing. Um, I think uh, I think Jamar chases. Oh, you got the Who Day shoes? Okay, there's the Who. I did. Got my got, Who Day shoes. There they are. So um, they they did get everybody signed uh, with. Jamar Chase and uh, uh, the defensive end. Um, Asai, Joseph Asai. Joseph Asai. They got them inked this week. Um, Jamar Chase's contract, the way it's structured, 
it doesn't look to be a huge hit on the salary cap. So they still have, honestly, a decent chunk of change to whether they decide to go after one of these free agent linemen, offensive linemen that are still available, uh, like a Moses – what's his name? I don't think it's Moses Malone. You're talking about the guy from, the from the Washington player. football team? Yeah, yeah. I, I forget what his name is, but I know who you're talking about. Um, so you got he's, he's a monster. You got you got a tackle from from the Redskins who's been a starter. You got a, um, I think there was a guy from the Saints that was cut as well. Um, but I don't. Got, know. There's there's got some TAs going on. So, so there's some guys out there. Let's let's just say that uh, as far as the line goes, and everyone says we haven't addressed the line enough. Um, there's also. Uh, T. Higgins and um, C.J. Uzama, uh, they've been talking about how the ball's been hitting them in the hands a little. A lot harder. A little harder. A little, well, I mean, look at him. He, like, he, 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 looks when, a little, he looks a little broader in the shoulders. Well, when you're coming off of a leg injury, I would imagine that yeah. you probably go a little harder in the weight room because your arms and chest are, is what you can do without there being – a limit or any type of, you know, pain. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Or even yeah. pot, like a, there's not really a break there as opposed to, you know, the leg. So, yep. No, um, I think that, yeah, obviously we're going to talk more about the Bengals as things in the summer progress more. And, uh, as the season gets closer, um, but I, I honestly just brought the Bengals up so they could show my shoes. I thought maybe you wanted to talk about, Joe Burrow's new teeth, because we haven't oh. talked about them on the podcast. Yet. Did he? Did he get? He got did new, he teeth? Get new teeth. I don't... Yeah, he got he got veneers. Good for him. Good for him. Yeah. Proud You'll of notice him. anytime you see him talk or smile. I don't know how you have not noticed yet. I mean, I don't really like look at dude's teeth. Yeah, you can't. Know. You can't. You can't miss them. They're ridiculously white, well, and and perfect. Good. Good for him. Good. Indifferent. Speaking of which, I need to make a dentist appointment. I chipped a tooth. Oh, that's the worst. Oh, yeah. That is the absolute worst. Now, I was eating. You don't want to do that. Um, outside of that, there's not really a whole lot to talk about. I know they've been doing OTAs. Um, Jamar did say that he and Joe can just look at each other, and know what the other are thinking. Um, whether they, he's saying that for effect, just for fun, and knowing that they're going to write something up I about mean, it, I, I think the or whether it's an I actual mean, thing. I think that's one of those things that like a lot of guys get when they're, uh, you know, when they're teammates and they work well together. Uh, Set historic records and right, win a it's, chip. It's, it's just it's kind of one of those things where like you know, oh. can we also like I, I'm, I'm I know we're kind of done with the Bengals and that like what you were just talking about kind of like you said historic records and like good thing. We talk about the utter disrespect that Desmond Ritter is getting all across, like everything. Anytime I see something come up about, like, you know, best returning quarterbacks, and then when it comes to like best returning quarterbacks outside of the Power Five, and he's like not at the top, that's just pure disrespect and ridiculousness. I saw him Saturday. He was working the uh, the camp up at UC uh, when I was there covering for BCJ, and he looks. He looks like he's in fantastic shape. Uh, Chad yelled at him, asked him if he was getting any sleep lately. And he's like, eh. Because yeah, he's got the, the new kid and all. Kid, but, right? um, yeah, he's he looks to be in you know great shape, um, as did Sauce Gardner, 
who looks just he's at 205 Jeff I think you're on mute he's talking to his you? wife oh nope. he, he lost it again there we go I'll be back yeah this I was board. just gonna say it's bulletin board material for the barn dude the, the barn the barn it's sexy it's a nice looking barn I imagined though the basketball court was inside the barn. Like when I visioned it, I also same. I don't hate it though. I like the basketball hoop being outside the barn a little bit. And the the court looks nice. Beautiful. Um, court. He he built it essentially to be a recruiting tool. Doesn't I, Chad said it on you know our other podcast, but it, it's worth repeating. Doesn't sound like something that a guy who's looking to yep. leave. Is going to do because you can't move. Well, you can move those, but I've watched the process. It's a little. It's pretty difficult. So, it's to move a barn. It's decked out yeah. in Bearcats shit. Like, I don't know how easy it would be to sell. There is a half court inside the barn. Okay, <laughs> then. All right. Chad, have you been to the barn? No, he, he has. Hasn't. He's probably at the I barn do. right now. Unless he, unless he made it there today. Um, I don't. I don't think he's actually been. He's in the barn, the barn right now, drinking a bourbon Ch- with. Uh, with- <laughs> Chad's got it all. Chad, do you have an office in the barn? If he was there right now, that would mean him and Fick were watching this show, and I don't even know how to feel about that. I could send a link. <laughs> uh, just saying. Hey, real quick though, before we get off the Bengals, because I think this is. I mean, Chad was a Bengal. Can we talk about that fight on Sunday night? He did say he hasn't seen it yet. Oh, okay. You. Um, Chad did pretty good. I mean, for his first professional fight against a, a professional fighter. Did you watch? watch did you enough. watch the actual stream? Yeah. Yeah, I figured you did, because you think you're like an amateur boxer. Well, I mean, being the, the only guy on this show player. who actually trained in boxing for two years, I think I get a little say. Yeah, uh, sure, I, I'm just saying. Absolutely, that I, don't know that I have no like. It was sweet feet, Chad, man. Like, I saw a clip of Chad getting knocked down. Well, it was right after he flexed, Chad Chad said Chad had a lot of uh, inspirational words to say about, you know, getting in there and failing and, you know, trying something new, whatever. Good on him on that. Good for Chad. Uh, You know, that from talking to a couple buddies at work that are, like, you know, that's all they do is watch boxing. You know, they said that was the best fight of the night. Yeah, it definitely so, was. Uh, and then you got, you know, your boy Logan Paul, who he got knocked I, out. I, I think actually did get knocked out and knocked Floyd out. held him up. Uh, if you watch that clip, it sound, the, the the punch lands pretty solid on the side of his head. And maybe, maybe he was just, I don't know. If you watch the full clip, he gets back up, though. He doesn't really, like... Yeah, but he he's got knocked like going out. going this way a little... I, I don't know. He was but out. I, like, I don't, I don't like, know. Like, he went limp all, like that. It was, it was all just a money grab, which yeah. is all Floyd Mayweather's well, ever been well, about yeah, anyway. Like, like what Floyd said, if I see a chance to make an easy heist, I'm gonna do it. He made There's a reason mil- his nickname is Money. He made hey, $30 million good, on his shorts good alone. Good on him. Hey, good on him. And he's opening a gym here in Cincinnati, too. Cool. Good on him. Yeah, okay. There's also a reason this isn't a boxing podcast. It right? should be, though, since I'm trained. <laughs> I mean, I'm... There was one point I almost stepped in the ring for an amateur bout. All right, well, I know you want to talk about 
the Bearcats basketball picture with uh, Wes Miller. I know I talked about it last night, so it's no, it is. Uh, Demar Johnson had a, posted his picture of him in his. Actually, <laughs> I think guy. Chad posted. I think Chad, Chad posted, posted it. Yeah, with his Russell his, Russell Athletics with hat. His Russell Athletics hat. That's who we're going. With. <laughs> we need to get that man a I will, standing I will desk. Say, I will say, Demar might might want to hit leg day. <laughs> he's he needs a bigger oh, he's desk. Got some, he's yeah. got some. He, he does need a bigger desk. That that is that is disrespectful. He looked like such a li- he, he looked like one of us at like a little tyke's desk. Not yeah. me. Have you seen my calves? No. Okay. Why are we talking about your calves? Oh, I thought we were talking about his legs. I'm sorry. I mean, I was talking about if one of us sat at a little kid's desk. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's how we would look. He was at like a, a regular it, person's desk. I'm gonna be they, honest with they, you. They, I'm not getting that. They do need to, they they do need to hook him up with a little bit bigger of a desk. I'm not getting Although that. I, Hopefully he's not spending too much time behind his desk anyway, because yeah, he probably doesn't want to be behind a desk as it is. And at least he's, he's got, got an office. Good on him. We'd like to see it's it. True. He's still captain of That's a big true. three team too. Yeah, I he saw was that there. Come across well, today. He, he was there the other day, right? Uh, I believe for so. the dra- draft stuff. They I haven't think drafted was... yet. But oh, was I he? think it was um like a or the combine. workouts. Yeah, man. And, the, and these videos that are combine. coming out. of the videos that are coming out of like all their of their like first week of practices, there's lots of smiles. There's like Odie. They 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 all look engaged, like they're not scared they're gonna get bonked. You think you think for, John would have ever like, let Chad in the office to see to go talk to Damar? Nope. <laughs> what is that face? <laughs> <laughs> okay, can I can I bring this up? All right, this is my this is my way of settling the lawsuit. I, I thought about this as I was driving oh, home yeah. from Louisville on Sunday. This is gonna be really this is good. gonna be real good. You guys are gonna like this. You guys are gonna love this. All right. <laughs> so I was flipping through and I saw you know that Xavier has their TBT team and it's actually a pretty good team. Um, but I thought about this. You ready? Were you driving while you were flipping through all uh, of this traffic? Yeah, stop traffic. Anyways, um, so here it is. You ready? TBT. You get the NKU Norse that played under CJB. And then you get the UC Bearcats that played under CJB. They play each other. If <laughs> NKU wins, then then John wins the lawsuit. If UC wins, lawsuit's they have to run gone. Till they puke. Yeah, they have to run to the puke. The, oh, who just hit home run? No one. Uh, the lawsuit is gone. Like, I mean, that's like it'd be entertaining. We could sell tickets. No, no one at all. I thought this I was really. Know, it... At what level would that be entertaining, Ed? <laughs> Just think you got like, so then you got like John sitting Ed. up in the seat somewhere, and so the camera keeps panning to him as the Bearcat. Like, you you know that Jaron is not going to let an NKU team beat him, so. I mean, who's all on this team, though? Like yeah, I said, the all the Bearcats team? that played under CJB and on the Bearcats team and all the NK- so, so you can't do team, that. One, it's TBT. Which team does Chris vote play for? He gets to make a decision. Was he a Wisconsin. Bearcat or was he a Norse? Wisconsin. <laughs> he He's still they're They're all still like we'd have to He's wait a, a couple of years for this to happen. Yeah. And that's if no one goes pro. 
because you can't go to the TBT because it's making money professionally. You don't think we have enough bear? No you don't think this we have enough bear cats? This is a, this is an exhibition, Aaron. Yeah, do you, do, it's it's like do the Friars League. It's like, an, it's like an alumni game. But you don't think we have so, enough bear cats that graduated under CJB to beat the NNKU team? Uh, Jaron, no. Trey, uh, and they don't even have to have graduated. Ed, I don't even. Ed, that's what I'm saying. I don't. Uh, at what level is that entertaining? I don't. It'd be entertaining for us to watch John Brandon sweat it out. Your your NKU team would have four years of players, and the Bearcats would have what? Four years Jaren, Jaren, Jaren and Javen. Trey Scott wouldn't be allowed to play because he's playing professionally still. Um, but Aaron, this is hypothetical. Aaron, you're thinking, Aaron, yeah, so you're you thinking way too anybody. logistical into this. Can you? It's not. It's not really going to happen, Aaron. So like, you can really like can make just, this stuff I, as. You, you bring up a situation, and I'm poking holes all the way through but it. Don't poke holes in it. Just go with it. Don't poke holes in Ed. God, you Ed, Ed's, been, Ed's been talking about this for a week, Aaron. Stop you, poking you get, holes you in get, his awesome theory. You do get Big Rat back, and you get uh, sure. Sorola. Sure. You get Sorola back. He'll come back in his Mini Cooper. I'll give him a parking spot right... Uh, yeah. Ed, Ed. <laughs> Oh my god! I was so happy about. Did this. he sell it to somebody in Chicago? We can contact people in Chicago. And wasn't there something else that you wanted to talk about? Is Chad still on here? Does that? I mean, does that make legit? <laughs> he's just looking for he's, any validation. He's reaching out. He's like, he's like, Chad. We share a last yeah. name, doesn't that? <laughs> we got. We got the same shirt on. Right. I, I, that's not entertaining at all. Are you not entertained? <laughs> Thank you. I think it was entertaining. I'm going to clip this part and put it on the internet and see what happens. Uh, uh, Jesus. You're not going to like the answers. Uh, I think I think we'll get... Right. Okay, what else did we want to talk about? Can we talk about that golf tournament up in Eden? Or uh, up in Dublin? You talking about John Rahm getting booted out because he First, contact traced and then you, had COVID? And did you hear so. what he did? He's, I think I heard this in the Pat McAfee show. So apparently he was in contact with somebody who had COVID on Monday, like last Monday, yes. right? And decided right. that he's just going to get the COVID shot to try to keep it from himself from getting COVID. Like the COVID shot was plan B or something, right? And so it didn't that, work. That's not, that's not what like the PGA Tour released. And maybe that is really what happened. But like the PGA Tour said it, it came to their attention that he was in contact with somebody that had COVID through their contact tracing. Okay. Because they still do that stuff for people who aren't vaccinated. Which, by the way, so, he's had months to get vaccinated. Yeah, and, and he, but he's, talk, he's talked about, like, I, I, I don't know really why the reason is that he didn't get vaccinated or whatever. Like, people have their own reasons, and, like, you That's can't. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. Like, yeah. Five to one. He chooses not to get is, vaccinated. He doesn't have to get vaccinated. Other people do. Um, but he has talked about like the struggles of his family that are back in Spain, as far as like the people that have been sick over there. And like, it's like the lockdown over there was like, you know, like lockdown, like, yeah, you're not going anywhere lockdown. Um, but I also have, Arizona, a, you know, I also have this, but, uh, sorry, go ahead. And, and a lot of the stuff that they're doing is like in a bubble and, you know, maybe he just thought he'd put it off for a while until, you know, maybe the vaccine was vetted a little bit more because it's still technically an experimental vaccine. Yeah. Um, but so he gets put into that protocol and they, they gave him the op the option before the week started and told him you're going to be tested every day. If 
a positive test comes up, then you know you're gonna have to withdraw. You're out of here. But right. So exactly. Then so so he knew that that was a possibility, and all of his tests were negative. Obviously, it this isn't even a story if he doesn't isn't leading by six shots going into the final round. Not That's even fair. a story. If, if he is if he is you know middle of the pack somewhere, it, it's a blip on a tweet somewhere. Hey, John Rom was had to withdraw because he tested positive for COVID. Wasn't there more the, Bryson DeChambeau well, drama, yeah, though? No, there was. There, was uh, there were fans. Because that's that what were, everyone wants to talk about. No, but real quick, fans, real quick. Fans that were yelling Brooksy at him, and then he got them kicked out of the tournament, and then then Brooks Kepka made a deal with Mick Ultra and said, like, look, if you got kicked out, let, uh, get a hold of us, let us know, prove it, and you, get, you can have a case of beer. So... <laughs> Good for him. I'm here for it. I love that stuff. Um, but the whole John Rom thing, like, and he handled it well. He was like, look, you know, stuff like this happens, whatever, you know, like, you, it's how you respond to it that, that you know, kind of defines you, whatever kind of thing. And I didn't think that the PGA Tour, you know, maybe they shouldn't have addressed it on the backside of 18 after he just, you know, was walking, you know, wait till he gets the scores 10th. But, they also had to, you know, at that point, kind of, you know, get everybody in mask, get him in a mask. He's high fiving people as he's walking out, which is great. But um, and Pat McAfee brought this up too, and I think it's a a, a perfect uh, solution. Why didn't they just let him go out on the course the next morning at oh, six a.m. when nobody his, else is out on, there? On his own. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they could put somebody in a golf cart like ten feet away from him. Social just distance, to, six feet. Yeah, I mean, his his I, I mean, caddy has already been within. And the thing is, is his his positive test came back while he was still on the course, and they let him finish. There, there was a lot of weird things that happened with that, and then to make him withdraw. But obviously, you're not going to run a COVID positive person well, out there and be. Around. Also, we know too much now, like with social tracing and what have you. Like, who else was he around that potentially well, but, was exposed? And, and I think a lot of those people were all vaccinated, so they're like, and it doesn't mean you can't get it. So then, what happened. does it matter? Is my entire point? I get it. It's part of their protocol, and it's part of the it. Whether you like it or not, it's their way of strong arming people into getting the vaccine if they haven't gotten it. So, as we're talking about weird side stories that happened nationally this past week, what about Naomi Osaka? I was actually just and her. I don't know who that is. Her having to withdraw from the tennis tournament. She the one that they they were like. Hounding her over, like not yep. doing interviews, not doing the the post game interviews. Um, told her that she was going to be fined or whatever. Fine, well, Thanks. fine, and she was like, "Okay, fine, find me. I don't care." Like she's making a hundred million dollars this year in endorsements and what have you, yeah. because she's right now the heir apparent to um, there's, Venus. There, there's. Obviously, there were a lot of different, like, takes on it. You had, like, some, like, athletes that were out there, like, you know, when you become an athlete, like, you need to be doing your, the press stuff. I mean, if just you don't want to so do press fined. stuff, like, yeah, I'm, I'm just here so I don't get fined. Um, it is what it is. You got to take care of yourself as far as I'm concerned. So, like, if, if you see fit that 
They're also for asking reason. her, like, I, like I, tennis, I for whatever what... reason, the tennis pressers, they ask people the most ridiculous questions, and they'll ask the same question over and over and over and over again in different ways to try and get the answer that they want so they can run the story that they want. So they're out here getting literally, like, just aggressively almost taunted. Like, I, and I, I don't follow tennis enough to know. Like, I did see the story, and I read a little bit about it, and, like, that's... A lot of the, as far as I'm concerned with a lot of the things that, you know, are out there, if the person themselves is making a decision in their own best regard, I don't have a problem with it. Nope. I just wonder, like, on the flip side of that coin, if you have anybody who doesn't want to do a presser, not doing pressers, who's actually going to do pressers? Well, that's okay, a I problem mean, for, yeah. You know what no, I mean? I like I understand I, what you're saying. I, yeah. I, I get yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and maybe, maybe if that's like part of your like, if that's part of what you sign up for when you sign a thing that you're gonna do. Well, you could just turn it into an advertisement yeah. for a movie, like LeBron James did when he lost. To... I mean, the thing is, is like you're you're never gonna get, you're never gonna have like everybody say. I'm not doing a presser. I mean, Lexi no, Thompson but, I mean, didn't do a course. presser at the end of the U.S. Women's Open when she dumped her shot into the bunker and then didn't make the playoff after but she was leading. The people, the people that you do want to talk to are either going to be the people that are always winning, and then maybe they or get some somebody that about it. had a horrific heartbreak at the end of the correct correct tournament or match or game, made a big flub up, whatever, like. I don't know. I guess like when you're. I don't know where the medium is. I, I guess is where I'm saying. Like I don't know where yeah, where, where you mean, draw I, the line. But you also have to think like some people like some of the so like tennis for example mm -hmm. is, you know is is a very obviously individual sport because mm -hmm. not every match is a, a doubles match or I think that's all they go up to is doubles. Um, so like yeah. you know, not everyone is a doubles match. Like you're not you're an individual sport. You're kind of like to yourself. So that's but between you know the the governing body of tennis i guess and if they're gonna find you you so if you're saying hey this is for my this is for my own mental well-being this is for my in my best interest right now not to do this i'm okay with i the understand fine? i understand i have to pay a ten thousand dollar fine or whatever mm -hmm. it is yeah, now I don't think you should. Now, is that unfair to the to the people that don't have the money to do that? Maybe, but life's no. not fair, right? Not so, every... like, I mean, if they want to get up there, if those people feel like it's a, you know not good for them either, and they want to get up there and say, "I'm just here so I don't get fined," or give one word answers or whatever they're gonna do. I mean, Generally I speaking, though, those people that are gonna be up there are probably in line to make some money. Right, I, and I, I don't. You know, uh, not everybody is as good of a networker as Kyle Washington, so I don't think we should force everybody to get up there. That's true. Kyle Washington did have some pretty good press. He's, he's a very good networker. Press stuff, uh, but I don't know. I mean, that gets nothing, Aaron. Okay, with right, paying whatever. the if you're okay, uh, just like I tell my kids, you know, it, your choices, whether they are. You know, in your best interest or not, which you know, whatever. There's consequences, but if you're good with like saying, uh, "I'm not going to do this interview. I want to pay my ten thousand dollar fine," but it's in my best interest, whatever. And then you probably write that off on your taxes somehow at the end of the year. I, I don't know, but 
I get it. I mean, if it, if it, if it's something that is going to mentally damage you or hurt your health or your anything that you're doing, and you say, "I don't want to do this," so be it. Last that. thing I want. Last thing I want to bring up nationally, though, is fans in stadiums. What in the hell is going on? This is Ed all day long. Have at it, Ed. I mean, you I wanted have... to talk about this real bad. It's basically like. It, it's going to turn into that we're not going to be allowed in the stadiums again here pretty soon. Like they financially can't afford to do that. Well, that's yeah, true. They'll too. never do that. But just watching like the Mexico versus U.S. game on Sunday night after the Logan Paul fight, like the, the nailed in the head with bottles. One guy went uh, the post game interview. He tried to run on his set and then jumped over a, uh, a balcony. I don't know what happened. That to was him. hilarious. I don't. He he went. He actually. That was the portal to hell. He, he he's just gone now. He disappeared. He just he gone. disappeared real quick. He's just gone. And then you and got the, the whoever the female announcer was. I was right there. Was like, yeah, that just happened. Uh, <laughs> yeah. all, right. all right. And then other things <laughs> happened after that. But and then you got Kenyon Martin out here writing an article in the in Basketball News, basically saying if the NBA doesn't address fan incidents, us or us players will the hard way, and we don't need another malice in the palace. Well, Kenny Martin also doesn't play for the NBA anymore, so yeah, I'm not but, really sure what he's going to do. But he knows the player. Like, they will. Like, right? I mean. Well, so who was a couple it, things. That, who was it got the popcorn it, dumped on the other day? Like, he wanted to go after him. Paul, uh, that was Paul, Ru- Russell Westbrook. Russell, yeah. Yeah. So there's a couple, couple things that I would address here that you've brought up. First and foremost, for the last year and a half, we were all inside. Yes. And somebody brought it up to me in an analogy, basically saying, like, you know how you have to, like, reteach the kids after they come back from summer how to behave in school again? That's kind of where we are right now, socially. With, fan, with fans in, in Just stadiums? socially yeah, in much. general. Yeah, also, let's much. couple that with the fact that how much time have people been spending during the pandemic online in these forums, whether it be in a Facebook group like forum or on Twitter behind an egg and they can say whatever they want to say and having zero repercussions, or you have an entire generation of kids who literally have you know grown up on social media kind of doing the same thing. And now here you are with that generation growing up and being able to attend games and not having mm. parents with them anymore, mm. and not understanding that you can't just act any way that you want, the same way that you do online when you're actually out in public. Well, and it was but getting also, bad before that. It was getting bad before socially, not just in not just in arenas and stadiums, but it was getting bad before the pandemic happened with people just like blatantly disrespecting, just because they think they can just say what they want and then walk away with it. And now that they all been that's locked social in, media, exactly, that's hundred percent social media. And now that they've been, that, you know, let back into society after being shut down I, for a year. I, I will say, like, I think the NBA is, I mean, I, I don't watch the NBA. I don't, I don't care for it. I've uh, been whatever. watching the playoff game. Their uh, fans are too close to the but, action. That's fair. But, okay. And that you, you can have that, but I think that they're handling it properly by not only banning them, but. Looking at some charges, I think some of them have been wildly overcharged. Uh, but 
you know, you, you should still assault with a deadly you should, weapon. You, you should bottle. still face. You should still face. Uh, you know, some kind of consequence uh, outside of right, and so like, and and it's not just a hey, everything's gonna be okay. Don't worry about it. Yeah. No, like you're you're gonna own up to it. You're gonna be banned from you know whatever arena it is. And I think the NBA should just take it one step further and ban them from attending NBA games for X number of whatever, uh, whether that's a lifetime, Anywhere. a lifetime, ba- right? Yeah. And, and that was I, basically. And I don't really know how you truly enforce that. Like that's. Yeah. Because you even, to... even with facial recognition stuff that's out and about, like it, it is still like. You scan your ID when you come but, in. Yeah, I mean, no, I, with you, it, now, we're not going to have an but, ID to to come to a basketball game. Well, yeah. if you're buying alcohol to drink at said basketball game, you'd probably Fair. need an ID. But that's basically what Kenyon so. Martin was saying: is that we you can't just ban these people for two, three games. You just they got to be banned. Like they, you can't just do that little the little slap on the wrist. You got to just get rid of them. Which you know, yeah. it is. What I, I it don't is. know. Ho- hopefully, you know, people start learning how to uh, induct themselves with some decorum. Like when. Uh, like, and, in the new stadium that you see, those seats are pretty close to, I mean, we were what, almost right on Memphis when we went to that game. And, I mean, did Aaron and I talk a bunch of shit to to Penny and to uh, TV Teddy? Yeah, we talked a bunch of shit to him. A- but Aaron wouldn't Aaron wouldn't do that. I could see we, Ed doing that, though. Yeah. Oh, but we there were, was a player who told me, point blank, to, like, looked dead at me and said, you shut the fuck up. Well, then the girl behind me i had to tell her thank you for the uh i had to tell her but like we were we we had our limits right like we weren't like pushing we weren't cussing at him no we weren't because you know we knew that that's how you get kicked out exactly we're not trying to get yeah. kicked out one of the trash. best seats we've ever had yeah i wasn't trying to get kicked, out, trying to get kicked out that one but I don't, know. I don't know i mean i i don't think it's i think it's gonna get worse before it gets better unfortunately um yeah, they're probably going to be know, more. Obviously, like, at, for whatever reason, they pick basketball games to do, you know, silly stuff like that. Soccer. Because those are the games that are on so- right now as yeah, pandemic has access. really lifted. Soccer, soccer worldwide, that stuff happens. Like, at yeah, baseball games, like, and I think I think a lot of it is, like what you said, like, I mean, they're right they're right on the court, whereas, like, a baseball game, they have to make, like, this You'd have to kind l- of hop the wall. Yeah, in the, the net now. Right. Like you don't have player you don't have players like walking out like right underneath. I mean over at the dugouts maybe, but like Alright. We know, did get whatever. one guy on the field Not, during a rain delay, didn't we? Yeah. That was in that was in But that's in, uh, that's DC, nothing new. and that was a naked guy and he dove inside the tunnel inside that the was uh, he dove I, inside the tube and then they were like at each end of the tube. That was funny. <laughs> that made me laugh really hard. That was hilarious. Um, <laughs> I will but, give that security guard a bunch of credit. Was it the Phoenix like, game when he came out of nowhere and just speared the guy who came out on the court? But see, like, to me, like, think back to, like, the guy that jumped on the field and, like, ran out there when the Bengals were playing the Packers and, like, took the ball from Brett Favre. Like, that guy, like, that was funny. Like, that's funny stuff. Like, you can't do it. You should have some punishment it, for it. It could have been but, like, dangerous, it, though. But it could, Real talk. For him. For him, for, it could have been. For Brett, too. Like, so, you know. It was so easy right, back then right. to sneak, like, a pocket knife into the stadium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, right. Like, if he had ill intentions of that Correct. nature. My, yes. my, that's my point, is it yeah. could have been dangerous. Yeah. And I, and things can be... Things can be dangerous anywhere for that kind of thing. That's fair. Uh, but I do get... I understand what you're saying. 
It's like uh, Pat McAfee said, because uh, I, I do love that show, but he did have a quote that says, as we get back into society, let's no. remember, pill people will punch you right in the mouth. It's it's true. <laughs> will punch you right in the mouth. I've seen it. Um, <laughs> and worse. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. And It'll as a resident boxer, I am ready to punch like somebody they, in the mouth. If they start, you know, if they start, uh, uh, if there's more punishment that comes out of, of some of these things and whatnot, you know, it's an interesting uh, situation. Coming back, coming back out of our, uh, well, some people who, you know, we're at home for all of it. Well, are I think back into society and kind of relearning how to be uh, adults, people. which I, some I, people didn't even know how to be adults beforehand. So, good point. I believe the NBA was also talking about um, not only making it repercussions if anybody was like, you know, uh, selling their tickets, they need to know that they're selling their tickets potentially to somebody who could be a disturbance, and that that could deter people from selling their, you know, especially oh, those season tickets like, through like. Like those courtside tickets and stuff. Oh, that's a solid. It's solid. I mean, you got to think about that's that. Interesting. You kind of vet the people that like look like, like you you can't just you can't just sell to the highest bidder here. That's gonna like you know. Well, because again, you know, with 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 basketball more so than anybody, you're literally on the court. Like it's two steps. If you spill yeah. your drink, it's on the court. We've seen it. Yeah, that's been a thing that's happened. So, you know, I mean, it's you're on the court. So they either have to decide, are we going to take the hit financially? Probably not. And remove the people from being that close to the court. They're not. I mean, I guess or, you could or, still... Or put in some some other regulations. Correct. I got it. Under court fence, like electric fence, like you put underground. And then everybody who's in the stadium has to wear like a wristband. And if they go... Over that fence, it shocks them, and then they're not trying to go out there. I can't wait to see you run the beta of this. And uh, you've never done that? No. Oh, and I've gotten shocked by the shock collars before. Of course you have. It wasn't on purpose, but it, it hurt. Least surprising thing of the entire podcast. It hurt. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna refer to a quote from my high school wrestling coach who used to say Jeff but I'm here I'm going to say Ed um, you lay awake at night and think of stupid just to mm. me off I think <laughs> we need to make so much more use of this bleeping <laughs> it makes though. this even better I do think of stupid shit at night <laughs> I do I do when, I, when I'm driving and just scrolling through, I was <laughs> at a, through it was driving, traffic. Driving on the highway, no there was deal. traffic. <laughs> my whole, my, not like my whole family's in the car. It was stopped traffic in Florence. All of their because lives of the bridge. In my hands, holding this wheel. My kids weren't in the car. Oh, so it was just Michelle. Okay, good. Leave your kids parentless. Okay, stop. <laughs> Did you say you were going over the bridge? No, we over weren't going bridge. over the bridge. Wow, we were in Ed. Florence. Over the bridge. No, we were Your in Florence. We were in Florence, and the traffic was stopped because of the bridge construction. These are my favorite shows, by the way. Well, this has gone off the rails, but at least you didn't go over the bridge. 
Remember that time Michelle almost went over the bridge? Sure don't. She was on a Segway. We were doing the Segway tour. Oh, and my the God. Purple no, People Bridge. that didn't happen. No, Purple People Bridge. I, she'll tell you, too. We're on the Purple People Bridge on the Segway, and she just hits the side of the bridge. And me, being the wonderful husband I am, went, oh, shit, how much is that going to cost me? And she's like, I almost went over the bridge. Do not care about that. And I was like, mm, you can swim. Not when you hit the water from that high up. You can't swim. That's, that's, that's going to hurt. Also, also, the currents of that river are terrible. Jeff, does this ever happen in Cincinnati? Um, our hotel room was overlooking the highway and the Ohio River. And at one point, it was right after the uh, the Bats game ended, um, a bunch of cars came to a rolling stop with their flashers on on the highway. And then some more cars came out and they all started doing donuts in the middle of the highway. And then one would pull off and another one would come out and do donuts in the middle of the highway. And then, does that happen in Cincinnati? Uh, I'm sure it probably does. I got video of it. I'll post it not, later. Not that, not that I'm aware of though. Like I've never. Had to deal we should with start that. that trend. They did. It was no, called not. Fast and Furious. That's what Why it would felt you like. Do that? that costs a lot of money in tires, and potentially totaling your car. Potentially. Oh, which, by the way, if a cicada hits you in the head, apparently that can happen. So they're, they're monsters. These things are huge. The cicadas. But like they, the size they pulled, of hummingbirds, they pulled the old okie doke on, on folks because they were like, "Hey, we're all we're coming out this week," but really they didn't. They came out this week and they're everywhere. Because everywhere. we got the, it's nuts, and they're dive bomb. They dive bomb, and then they hit like windows or you in the face. Are you having they, an issue with these? They're everywhere downtown. Okay, downtown. Yeah. Oh, really? Because like out, out, I was cutting like, the grass my, today. Like I had no issues. Our subdivision was built after they went mm-hmm. underground. So, like, you know, all of them got from here, like, close to me. There's not too many. But, like, when I'm at work, there's... Because they turn the ground. Yeah, right, did exactly. We, did we just give Aaron I mean, shit ridiculous. about this? ridiculous. You just, like... I would, oh, they're, like, when I walk into work, it's like a sea of them just crazy. Have you ever eaten and, one? No. No. If you're drive, allergic to shellfish, you shouldn't eat them. Yeah, definitely don't drive do down, Drive down 71. I would normally, yeah. yes, before yesterday, I would have recommended doing it with your windows down. It's deafening. Yeah, but no, after yesterday, don't do it with your windows down. We, when mm. we were driving in Louisville, they were they were definitely hitting the windshield. And we could definitely hear them through the, uh, when I was in stopped traffic, we could definitely hear them through the windows. Uh, but I am going downtown on... Surprised you heard them when you were scrolling. Well, they're supposed they they peak they're peaking apparently this this, this week, week and apparently. then after that they're gonna then they're gonna die off. But I am going downtown riddance, on Friday. And then to the go other ones, are, the rest of them will burrow under the ground. Good riddance. Where apparently they don't actually sleep for seventeen years, they are in fact like doing stuff under the ground. Well, like I they said, do. I have moles in my front yard. around like eat and shit. Uh-huh. What are they eating? It's in the dirt. Bugs. I don't. Grubs, I don't know. Moles Slugs? probably moles probably love it. You know, oh, they, they're like, munching they on around and then the birds love it like a whale. The bird, the, the, there's some fat. No, there's, all right, all right. No one's. This is the conversation we usually no, have. Oh no, show. dead serious. No I saw any of this anymore. Dead serious. Though I saw a bird fly off my roof and go after a cicada and got it midair. Yeah, that's that's normal. It was pretty awesome. Good stuff. Nature. All right. Is there anything I'm else you want to talk about related to Cincinnati sports? 
anything at all? Did the Reds end up losing? I guess because I they turned did. it off. Five to one. It was gross. That's disgusting. All right, this was another episode oh, of Pardon the Punctuation. Again, I'm Aaron. He's Ed. Brendel. Brendel. <laughs> and, uh, and, and for Jeff, that was that was another episode. We're out. Bye-bye.